Prius Cast number 31, the NAV of 2010. Brought to you in part by ToyotaLiveWeb.com. They paid me to say that. Lots of important things to say. This is not art. Coming up next in our show. This is not media. First, the news. This is not news. Now, welcome back to the show. This is another crappy podcast production. I used to drive an old-fashioned motor car. You know it got me around. I used to stop just to fill up my gas tank. At every station I found But now I drive a little smarter Smarter I'm saving cash every day Ka-ching Because I bought me a Prius Toyota And I have plenty to say He does The Prius cast A hybrid driver's fantasy The Prius cast I'm getting 50 MPG The Prius cast There's nothing here for SUVs, the Prius cast, a cleaner world for you and me. I'll see you at the gas pump, just not that often. Hi there, my name is Alan, I live in the Midwest, I drive a Toyota Prius, and I finally got to play with a 2010! Welcome back to the Prius Cast, a podcast by a Prius owner for potential Prius owners. This podcast is hosted and supported by ToyotaLiveWeb.com, which also hosts my Prius Cast blog. They also give stuff away, like a 2009 Yaris. They've got a giveaway that's been going on uh, and will be going on through the end of December, but by the time you hear this, maybe it's not. So check it to see what they're going to give away next. Today on the Prius Cast, the snow day returns. Buying versus leasing, and an audio tour of the interior of a 2010 Prius, including the navigation system. So let's get started! Uh, But first, if you do get to hear this before then, Merry Christmas, or Happy Holidays if you prefer, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, whatever you celebrate, I hope it is, or was, depending on when you hear this, good. So, oh, and, and, and Happy New Year, too. Dateline, December 2009. According to fueleconomy.gov, as of December 21st, the national average price for a gallon of gas is $2.58 a gallon. That's just a few pennies lower than last month. California is at $2.91 a gallon, and the Gulf Coast region has the cheapest fuel at $2.44 a gallon. Here in the Midwest, I am paying around $2.52 a gallon, so overall we have seen the price drop almost a nickel over the past month, just in time for the holidays. So how will you spend the pennies that you save? And if you drive a Prius, how are you spending the dollars you save every time you fill up? Let me hear from you. Give me a call and leave me voicemail at 515-999-0227 or email, if you prefer, PriusCast at Mac.com. Again, the number to call is 515-999-0227, always answered by voicemail. You can call it 24 hours a day. All right. 
right, we recently had our first big snow of the season where I live, and dozens of cars had slid off the interstate due to slick, icy conditions. Schools, malls, and many businesses closed for a snow day off, and uh, you can see PriusCast 23 for last year's snow day episode. Anyway, last year my Prius worked like a champ through the ice and the snow, but this year I wasn't quite so lucky. During one of my road trips, my poor Prius found itself trying to climb up a hill in a neighborhood, and while the main streets had been cleared and were easy to drive, these side streets were a mess. And in spite of my car thinking, I think I can, I think I can, it couldn't. So I reversed my direction and went around the block to try to climb the hill on the other side. I mean, it's gotta be smaller, right? And I almost made it too, but I ended up having to stop and try to turn around. Now, up to this point, I had not got stuck anywhere, but as I tried to turn around, I ended up backing into a snowbank, and then my car turned just enough to get it wedged a few feet from a nearby parked car. Now, if it wasn't for that snowbank and that car, I would have been just fine. But instead, I was snuck for almost an hour with no traction and no room to turn back down the hill until somebody came and helped me get out of there by moving his car. Now, technically, I got myself into this jam, but I thought it would be worth mentioning here since I was so smug last year. So, now, looking back, last week when I got my oil changed, they informed me that my tires would soon need to be replaced. So I guess 48,000 miles on the original tires is getting near the end of life for these Goodyear Integrities that come on the Prius. I think they're only rated at like 50,000 miles. Now they said I should be able to get through another oil change without any safety risks, but I probably should have gotten new tires then. I'm certain that the older, worn tires did a little worse on the slick surfaces than new tires would have. So with that in mind, last night I went and replaced my tires with a new set of snow tires. I'm from Texas. We don't have snow tires down there, and I'd never owned snow tires before, so it was a learning experience. From doing some web research, I found a list of tires, snow tires rather, that that seemed to be recommended in many of the Prius message boards. Unfortunately, none of these tires were in stock at any of the tire places I checked where I live, and with a second wave of winter storms coming in as I record this, I wanted snow tires the same day. I ended up going to a local Goodyear dealer and getting a brand of snow tires I'd never heard of. But they seemed to be the only ones any place in town had in stock. So $360 later, I had four new snow tires and would hopefully be more prepared to drive in the upcoming weather. During my research, I found a few things out about snow tires that I hadn't really thought about, and actually about tires in general. There seems to be a few basic types of tires. Uh, Some tires are made for a quiet, smooth ride. Some are made for extra traction, such as a snow tire or an all-weather tire. Some are made to improve mileage. When it comes to snow tires, they have extra-large tread patterns that are better at gripping the pavement. They will wear down quicker when driving on normal roads, so you typically buy a set and you keep them on your car during the cold winter months, then you swap them out at the end of the season. They say you can get two or maybe three seasons out of a snow tire. When spring rolls around, I actually plan to replace my snow tires with a set of Goodyear low-rolling resistance tires, which are supposed to offer a minor improvement in mileage. Plus, they're better tires than the Goodyear Integrities that came with my car. They last longer, too, so I'll let you know how that works out in a couple of months. So if you have any experience with tires or have some advice you'd like to share, give me a call, 515 I'm especially interested in hearing from anyone who has tried out these LRR tires. I mean, do they really help? Did you see a boost in mileage? All right, so up next, should I buy or should I lease?
finally got to spend some time inside a new 2010 Prius. More on this in a moment. I absolutely loved the new navigation system. More on this in a moment, as well as the changes made to the interior. Like Mike from California pointed out in a previous episode, some buttons that used to be on the steering wheel are now only found on the central console. That's a bummer. But beyond that, I was just blown away by how much improved all the displays and user interface elements were in this new model. My 2007 Prius will be three years old this February. Happy birthday, blue guy! The basic part of the warranty is now gone. The bumper-to-bumper part. Though the hybrid system and other parts remain covered,、uh, I think the hybrid system goes out to a hundred thousand miles or something. But it still makes me wonder how much longer should I keep it before trading it in on a new model. Well, my dealer offered me an interesting offer, which、uh, would let me drop off my 2007 and end my loan on it, and then I could drive away with a brand new 2010 Prius. But I wouldn't own it. It would be a lease for three years, and at the end of the lease, I wouldn't own the car. I just.、Uh, The idea would be that I'd go and lease another new one and continue doing this, perpetually having a monthly car payment to Toyota, but also having a brand new Prius to drive every three years. Now, at first, I didn't like the sound of this, but I've read that the lease makes sense for someone who plans to always drive a new car and thus will always have a car payment. That's never been me before. I drove the same car for like 12 or 14 years before I got a Prius. But in these situations, a lease could get you into a vehicle easier and get you into your next new vehicle at the end of the lease easier than selling or trading in an existing car towards a new one. But is a lease right for me? It seems Toyota will keep bringing out a new Prius every few years with features I, I can't live without, and a plug-in Prius is on the horizon. So if I got a 2010, how long would it be? How long would I drive it before I wanted to trade it in? For the plug-in model or something beyond that that we can't even imagine, maybe a flying Prius. Who knows? So, if you have any experience with leases versus buying, would you drop me a note, PriusCast at mac.com, or a voicemail, five one five nine 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 zero two two seven? I've heard some good and bad things about leasing, and I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't really want to start all over with a new car payment, but I do really want a 2010 Prius. Which brings me up to today's main topic: my first tour of a 2010. My car was、uh, in for an oil change, as I mentioned, and I found out that there was a nice red, shiny new Prius in the showroom next door, just begging for me to sit in it. Now I didn't test drive it, but I did roam around the cockpit and push on the buttons and play with the knobs. And through the magic of podcasting, you can join me now and hear my first-hand impressions of the interior of a new 2010 Prius. Okay, well, I am sitting at my Toyota dealer, having my 2007 Prius oil change done and tires rotated, and they happen to have a package for 2010 Prius sitting in the indoor showroom. It's、uh, pretty cold here right now, so I decided I'd spend some indoor time and look at the Prius.、Uh, the first thing I noticed about the car is the little rubberized button on the driver's door handle that you would normally press to lock the door on the earlier model Priuses. That's gone, and at the very front, near the hinged area of the outside driver's side door handle, is、uh, some ridges, and that's where you touch. To make the door lock, so it's got the same type of mechanism where you can lock it from the outside, but they've replaced that rubberized button with just some kind of surface sensor. Reach over to the handle, touch it, the door unlocks, and you get in. Now this car is very different from mine because it's got the center cockpit console, and they've got the、uh, the flaps open here where the armrest is. The armrest comes up. And below it is a little tray, and that tray can flip up, giving you access to the entire lower level. And if I look down into the armrest compartment, I see a 12-volt power adapter near the back, 
and USB and auxiliary. So there is a uh, USB port, I guess, for plugging up the iPod, and auxiliary for audio in for the other type of MP3 players. One of the cup holders is actually in the armrest compartment, and it actually comes out. So if you want to use that cup holder, what you do is you just slide the armrest back, and that hidden cup holder is there. Or you can lift the armrest all the way up and get access to the compartment. So that's something I did not know the first time I looked at this. I'm going to slide the armrest back forward. So that covers the armrest and the cup holders. Now directly in front of the cup holder is the shifter now. Instead of being up on the dash, it's actually on the center console. And on this Prius, which is a package for leather seats, navigation system, the park button is up on the center console. And then there's three buttons to the right side, which is the EV electric mode, the economy mode, and the power mode. And then right below that is the hazard blinkers. Directly above those controls and the shifter is the climate control, where you have your temperature and fan, auto, air circulation, air conditioner mode, defrosters, fan, and all that. And there's a liquid crystal display there. And then on a package that has the navigation system, right above that is the big LCD display, nice color display, touchscreen, radio controls on the left, CD, AM, FM, satellite, CD, auxiliary, audio. And on the right side are track, seek, info and phone, destination map, setup and display. So very similar to the existing Prius layout as far as the buttons that are there. We've got power and volume knob, top left, tuning and file, probably for selecting audio CDs or maybe MP3s, top right. To the left of the screen is the kilometers and mile per hour button and the hour, minute and zero settings for the clock. So I've got the car in front of me and I'm looking at the display. It's got the touch tracer display where my right thumb hits is trip, display, air circulation, temperature up and down. And on the left side is volume up and down, directional up and down, and mode. And then the bottom left of the steering wheel is the hands-free button and on-hook and off-hook. So a lot of the buttons are there, but like Mike had mentioned in an earlier episode, there were some that have been moved that you have to reach over to the dash for. So we're going to look at the uh, navigation system real quick and see how it works. I'm going to hit destination. Oh, and by the way, I didn't have to press I agree, it just started up. This is a whole new graphical user interface. When I hit destination, I see my home and then five buttons at the bottom, which are the quick destinations you can do. And then in a whole new graphical display, we've got address, points of interest, previous destinations, address book, more. I'll press more. It slides over. Very nice. Emergency, intersection, map, and coordinates. So it's very similar. Same type of controls in the old nav system, probably the same company. Let's type in a point of interest, and I'm going to enter the name. I've got name, category, phone number. Oh, wow, this uh, display with the keyboard is nice. I'm going to type in Disneyland, D-I-S-N-E-Y. The buttons are all nice rendered in 3D. And I get Disney Elementary uh, 140 miles away and another Disney Elementary 336 miles away. Oh, that's because we probably don't have the map set for California. So let me back out of this and hit the search area which is set to the region that I'm in. I'm going to select Region 2, which covers California. And now I'm going to go back and say name. Let's do Disneyland. D-I-S-N-E-Y-L-A. And it fills out. It actually auto-completed the word Disneyland. It actually shot to the end. Now, that's something that my nav system doesn't do. And it says there's 21 matches. So let me hit OK, and we'll see what they are. It comes up with Residence in Disneyland, Comfort in Disneyland, an actual Disneyland itself, which is 1,445 miles from where I am. So I'm going to punch in Disneyland, and it shows the map with detail. 
So California has the detail where you can see the building shapes. And if I say go to, would you like to set this destination on the freeway? Well, sure, that's close enough. We can find the park from there. Calculating route, it's instantly done. And I've got three route options, quick, alternate, and short. That's a little different on the wording, so we can drive through Denver or drive south to get there. We're going to do the quick route, which is 30 hours, versus the short route, which is 33. And let's see what we get. We can do a turn list. If I press that button, it gives me all my turns from where I am to California. Let's go ahead and say, ooh, what if we say edit route? We can add or delete routes or do preferences. Preferences lets us set things like should we use freeways, restricted roads, toll roads, seasonal roads, border crossings, and lets us choose quick, short, or alternate. We'll just say OK, and let's see what the voice sounds like here. Ah, the voice is not good. proceed Oops. to the highlighted route, then the route guidance will start. Oh, so she does talk immediately, and it's a different voice than mine. And it, a lot of the same controls. We've got zoom and north up. We can do single map, dual map, compass, freeway. So the navigation system is, wow, much, much better than the one in mine, which was better than the one in my 05. So this is very fancy. The display is beautiful. Now, I don't have a way to plug up my iPod. I did not bring my cable in. I actually have it in my Prius. I should have brought that in. I'd like to see what the iPod controls of this do. So the navigation system looks very similar. Let's try a voice control real quick. After the beep, please say a command such as go home, destination, phone, audio, or command list. Ah, very nice. Destination. Destination. I didn't say have to press the button on this one. Address, Much improved. Point of interest, previous destinations, or presets. Point of interest. Point of interest. Say a command such as near here, along route, phone number, or emergency. Let's say along route. Along Find route. something between here and Disneyland. Say any POI category such as dining, post offices, or hotels. There are many categories that are not shown. Wow. Gas. Gas stations. Let's see what it finds for us. So it is... Say a oops. number from the list. Ah, uh, it's showing me Conoco and an Express. Number one. One. Confirm the destination. Say enter, go back, or cancel. 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 Voice recognition mode has been canceled. Okay, that is fantastic. So let me get out of route mode. Let me go ahead and get back to my destination. No, map... What do I do it? If I say setup, what do we have? General. We've got language. What languages do we support? We support English, French, and Spanish. We've got the beeping, auto screen change, line color, keyboard layout, unit of measurement, and delete personal data. There is a clock. We can set our time zone. I'm going to set it to the right time zone for them. And let's see what else we got here. This is so much improved from my Prius. For the voice, we've got the voice categories are all in one screen now with recognition guidance, travel voice guidance, automatic recognition. So that must be what we're in. Navigation, we've got preset destinations, address book, areas to avoid, detailed navigation settings, which can autocomplete text, driving speeds, guidance with street names, auto-avoid traffic. I wonder how it does that. Show free-flowing traffic, pop-up confirmation, Calibration. Wow, look at all this stuff in here. And let's go back to this. We've got phone settings, manage phone, Bluetooth, and details. 
audio, sound settings, Bluetooth audio, so it supports Bluetooth audio. And the vehicle, we've got the maintenance screen, which is all your engine oil, filter, wipers, things like that, where you can set a reminder. Okay, so that looks pretty good. Now, if I get over to the destination where we were, let me set the point of interest again. I'm going to set their search area back to Iowa so it does them some good, which I think is uh, zone four. All right, well, I am, I am blown away with how this works. So let me see how I would set the map without looking at it. I guess I can press map over here. So we'd have to reach over and press the map. Very nice. Okay, so let's try this one more time if I don't have a destination set. Let's see. Route. Delete destination. Do I want to delete it? Yes, I do. So now I have no route. Let's see what we can do here. Hit the button. After the beep, please say a command such as go home, destination, phone, audio, or command list. Destination. Destination. Say a command such as address, point of interest, previous destinations, or presets. Address. Address. Searching. California. Say only the city name or say change state. Change state. Change state. Say the state name. Iowa. Iowa. Searching. Iowa. Say only the city name or say change state. Des Moines. Des Moines. If that's correct, say yes. Otherwise, say a number from the list or say go back. Yes. Yes. Wow, this say is great. Say the street name. Maine. Maine. If that's correct, say yes. Otherwise, say a number from the list or put say put go e back. On it. One. One. No house numbers were found for that street. Setting destination to the street. Excellent. Okay, well, it looks like the Confirm voice... Confirm the destination. Oops. Say enter, go back, or cancel. Enter. Enter. All right, you know what? Look at this. Fantastic. That is so much improved over the voice control that they added in the... Was it the 06 or the 07 that got it? And I am very, very blown away with how good this navigation system looks like it works from voice control. And now they've got the ability to find things along the route. The voice doesn't require you to press the button each time. So, very impressed, Toyota. This is a good job. Now, I don't have a CD to put in. Where do I put the CDs, though? I don't see a CD slot, but I do see a button that looks like it's an eject button. So let me press that. And let's see what happens here. There's a button on the screen. It looks like it's got a place for four discs and a load button on the screen. So let me press load, and the screen flips out, and then horizontal, and then there's a CD tray behind the screen. Very, very nice. So how do I put it back? If I put the CD in, what if I hit the CD button on the screen? Or no, I hit close, and the screen slides right back up. That is fantastic. The CD player slots are hidden completely behind the screen. All right, well, I'm not taking a test drive today. I just thought I would play with the uh, navigation system. Welcome back. I know that was a rather frantic whirlwind tour, but I was kind of excited to finally get some time to play around in the 2010 Prius. And maybe next time, I'll actually get to start it up and take it for a test drive. Until then, 
Thanks to you for taking time to check out this podcast. You can learn more about this show at www.priuscast.com. And remember, if you have any Prius-related questions or comments, you can send me email, priuscast at mac.com, or you can leave me voicemail at 515-999-0227. Send me a note. Give me a call. Let me know what's on your mind concerning the Prius. Special thanks to Iowa band Hold for Swank for providing me with karaoke versions of some of their songs to use in this podcast. Check them out at holdforswank.com. Also, thanks to the Casual Mafia at www.casualmafia.com for graciously allowing me to play part of their song in my Prius. You can buy music from both of them in iTunes and probably other places, too. And lastly, big thanks to Melissa and the gang at toyotaliveweb.com for giving me another year and another chance to bring this podcast to a new audience and for hosting my Prius cast blog. Drop by toyotaliveweb.com from time to time and check for my latest Prius related ramblings until next time this is alan and this is the prius cast and i'll see you at the gas pump just not that often another crappy podcast production listen up boys and girls it's about to get green making funny sexy casual mafia 2009 word i'm uh about to throw it down everybody gather round I pull up behind and you never heard a sound You say, who's that boy in the back and whip Keeping it green with electric In my Prius 15 inch dubs In my Prius Thumping my subs In my Prius Right into the club The beat don't drop until I roll up In my Prius Flashing my keys In my Prius Mad room for my knees In my Prius You won't see me Ever hit E with my 